Coming to you from the brilliant minds of Hipster at Home, you're listening to We Should Start a Band, a podcast about the trials and tribulations of being suitably hipster. Welcome back to We Should Start a Band, a podcast where we're not experts, we're just highly opinionated. I'm Colbrew Kombucha, and today I'm joined by Heritage Avocado Toast and Retro Denim Jacket. Today we're going to be talking about amusement parks. So print out your fast pass, get ready to jump the line, and everyone strap in and get ready for the drop. The bass drop or the... No height requirements needed. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of skipping the line, we don't have any follow-ups. Again, we really should just cut the follow-up section. We really should. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be one person out there that enjoys it, and if that's you, sound off. Probably someone out there is getting really mad because there's like a bunch of stuff we haven't covered. Yeah. Yeah, there's people still waiting on the beer mayonnaise. <gasps> oh, yeah, beer mayonnaise. Also, the one we did last week was the grocery store hauls. Yes, I am planning that. I am going to do it. I just need to actually, I want to get a good one. I don't want just like, hey, here's some toilet paper. <laughs> That's not really a haul. <laughs> it's just awkward. I don't know. It was really expensive. I don't know. You brought home a nine pack today. That's a haul. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I will say that I am kind of a party pooper at amusement parks as I do not enjoy roller coasters. I think we actually, we cover a range in this group. So we have the doesn't like roller coasters, the absolutely loves roller coasters, and then the one who didn't used to like roller coasters, but now does like roller coasters. I'm assuming that uh, Heritage Avocado Toast is the one who changed his mind. Yes? Yes. Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> so what changed your mind? I don't know. I got forced onto one by cold brew kombucha. <laughs> I don't ride with wimps. I'm afraid of heights. It's well, it's well established. And I was terrified of rides. So, you know, for school field trips for like physics class, you go on the roller coasters with the, the cheap, I forget what they're called. They measure G-forces and things. I would be the one timing on the ground while everyone else was riding the rides, enjoying themselves. Nerd. Yeah. Well, someone has to make sure we pass the assignment, eh? I was the one on the roller coaster holding the meter. Mm. (laughs) Sitting in the front. (laughs) We didn't go to the same school, we just both went to amusement parks as part of school trips. Also, I feel like that was fairly standard, at least where we grew up, because we definitely did that too. Yeah. Well, there's quite a few to go to. I think some states you might have fewer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, if you live in Rhode Island, you might have to leave the state to go to an amusement park. If you live in Rhode Island, you have to leave the state to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Probably have to go to the grocery store in a different state. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I didn't like them because I was scared, and then I rode them, and I liked it. Love it ever since. I love all amusement park rides, except for the ones that just go back and forth, because that makes me a little seasick. Like the galleon that just goes back forth. The pirate ship. But as long as I'm moving forward at a constant rate, well, not a constant rate, but... (laughs) Only things I can't do are things where it's continuously backwards. That makes sense. Like, I just, I mean, and the same with riding trains. I can't ride a train backwards. I'm okay with it. I like it better. Yeah, I don't have any motion sickness issues. I'm I'm very blessed that way. So anything that's spinny, anything that goes backwards, anything that jerks in a weird direction, sign me up. However, do not drop me from a height. <laughs> jerks me in a weird direction. I love dropping from a height. Yeah, no, it's just, I mean, the closest- Like Tower of Terror- 
Yeah, I think the closest I ever got to, like, being okay was, like, one of those, like, froggy rides where they bring you up and bounce you down. But, like, even those mm-hmm. ones, they are not very high in the air. Oh, yeah, I, I don't like the bouncy ones. Just drop me. Just give me the rush. No, I, I just... Ugh, mm. no. Uh, my last roller coaster, I used to go to Hershey Park every year with one of my best friends. She knows who she is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They, her family used to insist, much like my family and the take one big bite of everything whenever you're trying a new dish, they insisted I try a roller coaster once every year to make sure that I still hated them. Last one, <laughs> I, ever, last one I ever went on was this log flume, and I just was so <laughs> miserable. I have never ever- Wait. The log flume is not a roller coaster. It wasn't one of those like yeah, no, that's a flume. It wasn't like one of those it's up its and own. down ones that you know how they had. There's always that one where they pull your raft around, and then it was a little bit more than that. It was a little bit more roller coastery than we have more of the drop. Yeah, but anyways, I've never had an experience where I've been too scared that my scream doesn't make any noise. And that was the last time I ever went on one. <laughs> I struggle with a ladder, so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really have height issues. Yeah. You would think because I've got motion sickness issues that I would have problems with roller coasters, but I don't. I think because it's just my motion sickness is more long rather than speed. Well, and you can see where you're going when you're on a roller coaster. You have yeah. a pretty much a consistent horizon. It doesn't move. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite coaster are the ones where your your feet dangle so you feel more like you're you're flying as opposed to just riding in the in the cart. That's they're good too. But when you're I don't know, something is, is liberating when your feet are free. Yeah, I do like those. I also really like what's the one that's uh it's at Bush Gardens and it's it's the Big Bad Wolf one where it's the carts all kind of swing out over top of the rooftops. That one's quite cool. Like that style. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a row of cable cars that can swing in and out, like like the teacups. You know, like uh-huh. the, we'll get to we'll get to non coaster rides, but like the teacups, if you lean harder with enough, it'll spin the teacup faster. It's one of those yeah. things where it just kind of swings out on its own. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like those, like the swing rides, but like bumped up a level. Mm. Well. Now those I cannot do. Those make me horribly sick. Oh. I, I agree. I don't like those because there you're again. You're kind of stuck at height, and it's like, oh gosh, let me off. But a coaster is like I'm going up, and then there's going to be some spins and some loops, and then I'm done. There's a, a a duration, a start and a finish. Whereas just going in a circle is a little panic-inducing. The swings, it's the it's the circle, mm-hmm. it's the constant circle that I can't do. Yeah, used to like them. I enjoy them. Uh, research department has um has looked up the world's tallest water slides because flumes are notoriously shorter than regular coasters. I think the water gives them some kind of issue, I guess. Universal Studios had a Jurassic Park slide that uh, that was huge. That was fun. But the highest, the tallest water slide, as of April 12th, 2021, would anyone like to take a guess? It has the name of something else that's very tall on this planet. Everest? No, but that is on the list. Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro in Brazil. Yep. Points! <laughs> it is 164 feet or 49 meters, about 56 to 60 miles per hour. Wow. Just for listeners who, in case you're going to say, Kilimanjaro's not in Brazil. No, the roller coaster is in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Kilimanjaro might have been in Brazil at some point in the Earth's past. Pangea. 
There are some other interesting ones. We're just going to go th- through some quick fun names. There's the Thrillagascar and Jungle Jammer in New Jersey. That's amazing. At DreamWorks Water Park. I've never been to that one. No. No. There is, Everest is here. The Summit Plummet. It's a very nice uh, sound to it. Succinct. Yeah. Point of No Return. H2O No. <laughs> <laughs> the Slush Gusher. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> That's a pass on that one. <laughs> that is at Walt Disney World Blizzard Beach in Orlando, and it, the type is a triple dip body slide. Oh. I'm not a big body slide person. No. I don't count those as a ride. I count those more as a quick way to get some skin burn yeah. yeah i don't i don't like those i don't like the the tubes either like a nice slow like lazy river oh, yeah like a lazy, lazy river one great yeah <laughs> um, but not not the ones where you, you know you go up real high and fast and they no, that's that's too much i don't anything i have to hold on to for fear of something bad happening i want to be strapped in thanks <laughs> yeah i don't mind those ones where they like dump water on your head and it does go like a little bit faster but i do not enjoy the ones where you are all in an inner tube together and they drop mm. you from a great height yeah that's what i'm thinking of yeah those <laughs> big <are>. distinction <laughs> i was like the ones like the when you're on the lazy river and stuff where if you're in one of the bigger inner tubes where there's multiple people and you spin or like the ones that are supposed to be like the rapids and you spin you see a waterfall coming up and it's like oh which person's gonna be the one who gets underneath the waterfall uh, <laughs> or the ones where it fills a giant bucket <laughs> yeah so like when's it gonna fall the problem i always have because i love the water rides but i tend to always stick to the sort of more theme park side of any park mm-hmm. and not really go to the water park side that's true and there are certain water rides that are on the theme park side but you're not you're not dressed for it right it's not like when you go to the water park and you change into a bathing suit so you're probably in in jeans or jean shorts you know and of course because we're hipsters our flannel and <laughs> then you get absolutely drenched so top tip for hipsters careful out there with your flannel oh don't take God. your flannel on the log flume i ruined a sweater wool and cotton they don't do well <laughs> yeah i actually do i'm that nerd that i do dress if it's like both a water park and a theme park i will wear like a bathing suit underneath and strategically plan my day so that i have like an extra set of clothing or i'm just doing the water park last and changing before i leave so we always and, and this was partially because of the way mom would organize because she really likes roller coasters as well uh, but we would probably do a couple of the water rides in the middle of the day or sort of Mm mid-afternoon when it's warm although you have to be careful because it's usually when there's going to be a bigger line yeah then finish your day out with a couple of roller coasters and her logic was because the roller coasters would dry you out (laughs) i mean it's not really true but it's it's not going to do the opposite so (laughs) yeah you won't get wetter (laughs) unless you wet yourself (laughs) honestly a distinct possibility in my case i was gonna say where's retro denim jacket that might be what happens (laughs) Just don't function well. <laughs> like, I can do stuff that spins, jerks me around. Like, one of my favorite rides at Hershey Park is, like, the Whip, which is one of the oldest rides there, where you're basically in a bumper car. Yeah. Oh. And they, like, whip you around in a circle. I could ride that for hours on end. It always hurts my neck. Yeah. I kind of enjoy that. I like that one a lot. Because you, you have the straightaway and then the Whip at each end. Yeah. And it's you get a nice break, and it's like, okay, here comes another one, and then you can recover, and then there's like, another one. Fuck. I like the whip, yeah. No. Whereas I like the, um, I can't think of what it's called. You know, you always get like the fun fairs, the 
the one that, whirl? like the Twizzler or whatever. Not quite Tilt a Whirl. Well, the the, the Twizzler looks like the a one where hot like, water, cold water tap contraption. Yeah, and it kind of spins while spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like the main unit will go like clockwise, oh, and your car will go yes. counterclockwise. Yeah. I very much enjoy those as well. I like those too. Yeah, even though I tend to not like things that spin me, I really like those. Mm. Tilt a whirl, I like to the teacups. Anything where you can get in with a couple people. Mm-hmm. Tilt a whirl's frustrating. But close friends, because you don't want to get in there with a jerk. Maybe that's where you're going with yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. With close friends that you enjoy and you have the same appetite, I think those are a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing with the Twizzlers is that you, or the Twisters, and any whatever they tend to always have kind of, a kind of name, is that you have to strategically place people because (laughs) if you get the heaviest person in your group on the inside they crush everyone else that is very accurate and the ride operators they just like hustle people in there so you're trying to like shuffle around so you don't die and they're like just sit down so you can put the bar down and then everyone dies Many broken yep. bones. I honestly think for most of the theme park, it's good to go in with some kind of strategy. Mm-hmm. I like the let's ride all the roller coasters we can, then let's have some lunch, let's wait, and then let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you do the roller coasters, and maybe anything that, like if it doesn't have a super long line, but you do the roller coasters, and then, yeah, have some lunch, do smaller rides, or water rides, or haunted house. Because that's the other thing. You want to do things like the haunted house, if you're, especially if it's the summer. Any indoor rides you want to do at the hottest part of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is also when a lot of people will be at the water park. So in theory, it should exactly. free you up. So you should be okay. I guess I struggle with lines. As in, like, unless I really, really like the ride, I'm probably not going to put up with a long line. I'm going to go somewhere else and, mm-hmm. and do something different. Yep. You know, if, if you're in peak summer, everything is going to have a line. So, okay. But I'm more likely to skip that ride, go play around a mini golf or something, come back later and try again. I'm not, I don't like standing for three hours in, in line for one go. You do have to be strategic. If you know the park... It's easier. And if you can manage to not go on weekends, that's always better. I hate going on the weekends, especially in summer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Midweek is the best. It's worth mm-hmm. taking the day off work or whatever. And actually, if you go when it's kind of drizzly, not so wet that it messes up the rides and they have to close stuff down, but enough that other people haven't gone out. So we had a great day down at Bush Gardens because we went on a day where it was cloudy and drizzly and a thunderstorm rolled in towards the end of the day, but we had to leave. We were already leaving by that point anyway. But because it was cloudy and a little bit drizzly, a lot of people didn't think that was a good day for an amusement park. So they didn't go. Yeah. No lines. <laughs> the, yeah, there was just no lines. So there were a lot of times where we'd ride one of the rides and they'd say, like, do you just want to come back around and, like, go again? You're like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did, like, Apollo's Chariot there from the front car, I think three times in a mm-hmm. row before we decided maybe we should take a, a walking break. <laughs> take a break. And do something else. <laughs> But I mean, for me, it's the same with touring. I I prefer to tour when the location I'm going to is not warm. I prefer to be more comfortable Mm -hmm. in the cool walking weather. And there's also fewer tourists. Mm -hmm. I would rather have it be cloudy and a little drizzly because, again, fewer people, generally speaking. Sometimes you want the sun, but... Yeah. yeah. Well, and as my dad frequently tells me, you're waterproof, yep. so might as well be okay out in the rain. <laughs> That's what I don't get. And especially when you go on any of the water rides, cracks me up that the water rides will have the shortest lines when it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to get wet. Uh-huh. So... What's the problem? It's just weird. Don't know. People are missing out, man. Mm-hmm. So, um, research department has checked the Guinness World Records for the oldest amusement park in the world, mm-hmm. and it is in Denmark. 
Oh. And it is called, <clears throat> pardon my pronunciation, but I think it's a Bakken or Bakken. It's B-A-K-K-E-N, which is in North Co- north of Copenhagen. And it opened in 1583 and is the cur- currently the oldest operating amusement park in the world. 1583. Wow. Apparently in medieval Europe, major cities featured what is the origin of the amusement park, the Pleasure Garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Love it. Yep. There's just some things that constantly remind me that we really have not evolved as a species all that much. Back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> uh, we've not been to that one, so we cannot speak on it. No, but we did go to one in Budapest that was nice. We did go to one in Budapest. It wasn't like a Dorney or a Hershey or a Six Flags. It was smaller, tamer, but it was it was a lovely little park. Yeah, good rides. Food was nice. Mm-hmm. And I think one that I highly recommend, should you ever get the opportunity to go, is Fuji-Q Highlands. Yeah, at the base of uh, Mount Fuji. That was one. It's a great commute out to it, especially if you take the train. It's a beautiful train ride. And they stop when the mountain comes into view, because it's the only train like that runs on the line. So they stop. <laughs> and so you can get photo. He's like, oh, the conductor gets so excited when it's a clear day. Mm-hmm. Here's the mountain. Take your pictures. It's great. And then you get there. And uh, the lines were a bit long there. But yeah. that, was a, that was a beautiful. Park. And we went late October, mm-hmm. so it was clearly quite popular even then. I think school was out at that time or something, like they were on break, because there were a lot of yeah. school groups. You can see the mountain from most of the park. You do have to like roller coasters. Yeah. So I should take it off my list. Pretty much just has epic roller coasters. Well, there was what, Europe World or whatever. Yeah, there were a few other that was things, cute. and the food is fun. But yeah, it was... Was that where we got the fish row and wasabi hot dogs? Yes. But they've got some like record-breaking roller coasters that there. Oh yeah, sneaky shout out for Japan. Something you might not expect. They have hot dogs down. Oh, I was yeah. very surprised when we found that out. It's like, oh my gosh, these are some good hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, if you want some weird stuff on your hot dogs, mm-hmm. Japan, the place to go. Honestly, it's one of those things that like hot dogs are also conveyance for other things. Like unless you have a really flavorful sausage. It's just <laughs> <kind> of, uh... <laughs> oh, that's ooh, that's a debut album right there. <laughs> flavorful sausage. Flavorful sausage. <laughs> Well, our debut album, Flavorful Sausage. Well, there's it's uh. it's mild innuendo. Otherwise, it's just a flavorful sausage. I don't think that's mild. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. And some spicy innuendo. Well, how would you describe a sausage from the supermarket Bland. that you enjoyed? <laughs> <sighs> okay, how about the sausage from the bougie <laughs> gluten-free... <laughs> we just can't be trusted is really what i've yeah, learned we're, from this we're podcast children. <laughs> <laughs> we're absolute children speaking of children i as much as i enjoy kids i don't really want them at my amusement park no i feel like there is a time and a place there are places like sesame place that are amusement parks and absolutely geared toward children yeah but i don't eesh. Fuji Q Highlands did have the um, Thomas the Tank Engine themed oh, yeah. section of the park, which was for the children. And I don't mind if somewhere has, if they've got a themed section, but the kids stay in that section. I think what ends up happening is you have a lot of kids who aren't actually tall enough to ride on the rides, but mm-hmm. their parents try to get them on the rides, and then there's somebody pitching a fit. Mm-hmm. And every single time, your kid is not tall enough. 
end. I mean, try again next year, I guess. Yeah. And it's there for safety reasons. I mean, I survived through the age of no height limit. So my first roller coaster that I do not remember was sitting on my mom's lap. And then apparently after mom went, I'm not doing that again, my dad's lap on Space Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) But do you not remember it because of a severe concussion? (laughs) I do not remember it because I was three. And concussed. And my memories of Disney World are very minor. I only remember the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and the Haunted House. So the things with animatronics that are slightly nerve-wracking. And getting breakfast somewhere with a buffet. There is something about a Mickey Mouse-shaped waffle that does kind of warm my heart a bit. It's like three waffles together. Too many (laughs) waffles and a big waffle. But I was three. I remember the. I remember parts of the plane ride. I remember like two rides. I think children at amusement parks, where they would be mixing with adults and older people, right? Not like something specific for them. Yeah. I think the problem is they're not inherently a problem, but because they're too small for the rides, they're also too small to walk in the heat for super long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they'll have lots of energy, hopefully at the start, and then they'll burn out. And then there's no escape, though. Shade is often hard to come by in many amusement parks. Mm -hmm. So not only are the parents probably suffering and, you know, at their wits end, but the kid is also having some problems. And then they lash out, they cry, they run. And then that's when the behavior that annoys us kind of triggers. Mm -hmm. So I think if you can keep it like shorter, more focused with a plan, it's probably going to be a better experience for them and then everyone else in the park. But I think it's difficult. Yeah. Well, I think that amusement parks are inherently older kid and adult places, but they are usually themed with cartoon characters and bright colors and music and so the assumption is it must be made for children but it's really not made for children that is made for older kids teenagers and adults to have fun for kids it's too much and oftentimes you pay the entry the entries for a day and you want to get your money's worth Mm -hmm. and your kids having a meltdown by noon yeah but you've got the pressure of i spent all this money for the family to come Mm -hmm. we're going to enjoy it gosh darn it and understandably (laughs) the parent probably is having fun or wants to have fun but it's just not a place for the small children so it's one of those it's sort of like you know anime or any sort of you know adult swim or any of those types of things where people like it's a cartoon so it must be for kids it's not just because it's bright and colorful and has cartoons doesn't mean that it's necessarily for children i think that's what amusement parks are they're bright and colorful and fun but they're for adults yeah and i'm all for a kiddo park like a a, like a section or a park directed Mm -hmm. specifically aimed at children I'm very, very excited to go to Sesame Place with my nephew at some point this summer. Mm -hmm. Super stoked for it. I think the Cardiff crew was going to be attempting the Peppa Pig amusement park. Oh, she has her own amusement park? Yeah. Nice. It looks like the place where nightmares are born. (laughs) Well, that show is the place where nightmares are born, so. Nothing like a six-foot Peppa Pig. (laughs) (laughs) Peppa Pig's... Oh, wow. We may have to cut that. Yeah, fine. (laughs) Not everything I say is fit for the world. Or at least not fit for uh, radio waves, or whatever <laughs> they are now. <laughs> yeah, so I know that we've talked about recording video and eventually putting it up on YouTube once we work this this whole thing out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, listeners, we're trying to get there because we're not, you know, we might sound like professionals. But <laughs> <laughs> you might think we're professionals. In which case, we're doing our job right. <laughs> However... 
what is it now with people going, like, oh, I've got a podcast, but it's not actually a podcast. It's just another YouTube show. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I need to have a set for my podcast. What do you mean you have to have a set for your podcast? Oh. You need a microphone. No, you should just yeah, be like which- chatting with a microphone and a, a, a video if you want to put yourself there. But it shouldn't be like a, it's not a song and dance kind of show. Yeah. No. And they both have equally beloved places in my heart. I love a good podcast. I love a good YouTube mm-hmm. show. But I don't need to have both in the same thing. Like, the reason I listen to podcasts and sometimes watch them is because I can put it in the background and I don't need to look at it. Yeah. As soon as you've made visuals that I need to pay attention to, it's no longer a podcast for it's me. It's no longer yeah. a podcast. Exactly. So worrying about having a fancy set or any sort of visual aspect or what you're wearing or anything like that, at that point, I'm now, you've, you've, you've moved out of the realm of podcast for me. And podcasts Wait, have are a you very- spilling the secret? that I dress like a hobo every time we, we record. Your, your hoodie doesn't even have pull strings today. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I believe we all dress like hobos. <laughs> it lost them a while ago. It also has paint stains, so I'm That's really fashion forward here. Heritage Avocado Toast also didn't brush his hair. <laughs> no, because it's getting long. Like, yeah, it's getting long again. Yeah, I can Albert Einstein a bit. You have to go and pay a whole ten pounds to get it chopped again. Mm. God, men's haircuts are so cheap. I know. Well, that that's another subject, but one in which I, I agree with you. I don't think it should be. It's probably more difficult and more time consuming to cut most women's hair, but I don't think the difference in price should be anywhere near what it is. Although I have to say that during lockdown, when it came to both of our hairs. All of our hairs. Collective hairs. (laughs) This got weird. I was thinking that mine would probably be the easier one to do a lockdown cut, which I did not do because I'm not insane, but generally would be easier because you can just get away with a sort of straight across situation. It's not going to look great, but it gets the dead ends off. Whereas Heritage Avocado Toast's hair, it's short. So you have to follow shapes of the head. And that seems more complicated to me. I know. And it's it's hard to upkeep the hieroglyphs I have shaved into the sideburns. You really, <laughs> you really have to, you know, pay someone about 10 pounds to upkeep that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I thought those were emojis. Uh, they're emoticons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Tossing it back to the AIM days. <laughs> Arrow three. Did you guys call it AIM or AIM? AIM. AIM. Am I just weird? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I wouldn't fault you for saying AIM. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, dear. I mean, as a, as a kid, I have many fond memories of going to like uh, local amusement parks or smaller ones, even though I was afraid of some of the rides. Like most of my memories are, are pleasant because uh, although I was too short for the rides, there was a lot of other good stuff to do. And I think a lot of that is also adult worthy as well. Uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, is to play mini golf or crazy golf for the UK listeners. Ugh, I just I, I, I like it in general. And I think it's a really nice break in the amusement park from any ride that requires motion or you might be you've just finished some food. You don't want to be jostled for a little while. Play around a mini golf. Go to the arcade for a little while. Blow, blow some quarters on the arcade and chill out. I think arcades are severely underrated as well. Like, I went to one when I got back to the States uh, before, you know, the pandemic hit and had a dang good time. I forgot how much fun they are. Yeah. Yeah. Arcades are a good time. Yeah, we used to, for like the class field trip every year, where we used to go to our local amusement park, we would just stockpile quarters and we'd just bring, our our, our backpacks would be filled with quarters, you know, from our parents. Because we were going to be spending most of our time in the arcade because... I don't know, we were nerdy video game kind of people. Although I shouldn't say that's nerdy. 
but we were more likely to do that than go on the roller coasters. Along the line of arcades, I really like boardwalks and things. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we've kind of got the funfair type rides and a couple of arcades. Yeah, that's like, it's an amusement park, but not the same way. Like, they're all like in the mm-hmm. same genre of pleasure centers. Oh, jeez. Actually, it was pleasure that. gardens. It was pleasure gardens. So I had to it change it. It was pleasure gardens. I had to change it. <laughs> the ocean garden for the boardwalk. The beach garden. Oh, my I had a ton of fun when we went to Brighton all together. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. 10 out of 10 would recommend. And you got to ride a cock. <laughs> I did. I think I still have the terrible video that we made from that. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll have to share that with the, with our oh, followers. That was good. When you, when you get back, we'll have to do another trip. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy that. But yeah, uh, board boardwalks are great, especially if they've got uh, like a tram car that just kind of goes up and down the length. It's nice to just hop on it and just see where you end up because a lot of times you're like, oh, I've never been to that pizzeria before or I've never seen that, you know, game for the, for the stuffed animals. So you try something new. Mm-hmm. Just slow people watching kind of amusement park. And there's nothing wrong. Like as someone who is usually holding purses while people enjoy roller coasters, like I have a dang good time people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Love people watching. That's one of the nicer... One of the other things I like about amusement parks, not when, you know, there's a child having a meltdown, but the wandering around, seeing the other people, you know, because there's always, there's always just such a variety of oftentimes hilarious people there. Yeah. (laughs) When you sit down to have lunch or whatever, or stop for ice cream and just watch people, it's a good time. Check out the outfits. (laughs) Or lack thereof. Oh, speaking of things that never need to come back. I saw a girl on the tube. Fanny packs. Belt bags. <laughs> no. Beanie babies. With a whale tail. Oh, wow. No! Wow. Now, for any listeners who don't know what a whale tail is, it is when the back of your thong and then the strings of your thong come up over your trousers because your trousers are either riding low or because you've apparently given yourself an atomic wedgie. Are you saying it's when your pants are above your pants? Yes. Yes. <laughs> pants above pants. That's like a sequel to like a time after time or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say a sequel to a Flavorful Sausage. Is that our debut out? Our I mean, second. Pan- Pants over pants is good. <laughs> the, yeah. others, the other side of the... Uh, <laughs> it was a look made popular by, I think, Paris Hilton. Mm, probably. When the very, very low-ride jeans were in. And I kind of just thought that it had gone the way of whales during whaling time. But unfortunately, much like when whaling stopped and the whales came back... Which, that part is good. I was going to say, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, you might be beaching this joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whale tail is apparently making a comeback. Mm. So everyone grab your harpoons. Everyone <laughs> grab your harpoons. <laughs> Start I can't, I can't believe, like, dre- you know, dress codes at school were uh, kind of strict. Not really, but I mean, for where, where we were. But I cannot believe they let us get away with wearing those, considering the things they don't let you do, like skirts above a certain point on your knee is no go. But the whale tail was okay for some reason. I don't understand. Well, you didn't really get away with it. It's just that they would tell you to pull your pants up. Uh, not at, yeah. Not for us. They were just out. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really strict. You spent a lot of time with your whale tail out? Oh, yeah. I had several. <laughs> Neon green was my favorite. That's definitely a vibe because it represents the pollution in the ocean a mental image the nuclear Mm -hmm. waste we pump into the beautiful blue planet now there you go 
listeners, that's a that's a mental image for you to have mm-hmm. next time you're wondering whether or not you should recycle and why. Yep. Remember to recycle. Yeah, please. I wanna I wanna change my style. Can we fix the planet? Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> the avocado toast will continue wearing neon green whale tails. <laughs> I just remember when they got like super cheese string skinny at some points, and there was like a metal. A, like a Gucci logo, mm-hmm. and then all of the straps converged on that. Like, how is that comfortable? Yeah, because you just you'd sit, and sometimes they were like rhinestones. So yeah, obviously that's pointy. Uh, yeah, wearing thongs aside, pulling them up your butt in order to achieve the desired look of a whale tail kind of defeats the purpose yeah because isn't the whole purpose of of them to not have visible panty lines and instead what you're creating is purposely visible panty lines yes in fact that's exactly what you're doing i don't get it and i don't know why it was brought back i think i um i think the research department has come through with the resurgence Uh Uh so we are using our not sponsored by but trusted partner wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) so apparently Whale tales were popularized by uh, the likes of Paris Hilton, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, yeah. uh, but died down within the decade before the 2010s. However, however, in 2019, Vogue and Daily Record began publishing it again, using people such as Kim Kardashian, Haley Baldwin, and Dua Lipa prominently wearing them. <sighs> but why were they wearing them? Oh, I have to read the extra sources to find that out, and that's too much effort. We have budget cuts. You know this. <laughs> I've given you the answer. Apparently, it was the word of the year in January 2006. Whale tail? As the most creative word by the American Dialect Society. Oh, that says a lot. Yeah, it really does. It received 44 votes to Muffin Tops 25. <laughs> <laughs> Muffin Tops 25. Now, that's a band name. <laughs> that actually, yeah, it's a good one. That's yeah, that is a decent one. band name. And then this is this might not be for the uh, for the edit, but um, it says the C also section wardrobe malfunction, <laughs> upskirt sagging, muffin top, crop top, camel toe, and buttock cleavage. What is it? Uh, is that a line from Coupling about as long as you have cleavage, we don't care which way it's facing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good show, and it is also on Hulu. I have recently started watching it again for like the <laughs> third or fourth time through. Here's a couple more articles from The Sun, Fashion Week Daily, Elite Daily. Ugh, the dreaded whale tail is back again. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't get it. I never found them attractive. <laughs> so what the heck were they doing? <laughs> I don't think anyone found them attractive. I think everyone just found them uncomfortable. Yeah. Visually uncomfortable, and I can only assume uncomfortable to wear. I don't understand thongs. In the first place. I've never worn one. This is the second episode in a row we're talking about undergarments. I don't understand how... And I know that you might want the thong if you've got like a form-fitting dress or, or, or trousers where you don't want the line to show, etc., etc., whatever. I still don't see how they're ever comfortable. Depends on the cut. I just feel like it's going places that regular undergarments don't go. I, yes and no. I mean, depends. <laughs> That's a whole different type of undergarment. <laughs> oh. That's the thing is I've... Oh, jeez. Just, oh, man. How to derail the podcast for 20 seconds. You are. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) In quarantine, I've taken to starting, I've taken to sewing my own lingerie because, you know, we all need hobbies. Well, that's cool. 
It's really cool, and it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy it. Fits are insane on different things. Like, I've had regular, found, like, patterns of regular bikini style that are way more uncomfortable than any thong I've ever worn in my life. Hmm. So, it goes both ways. It just really depends on the pattern. Huh. All right. Especially ruched. Like, what is the point of having a ruched bikini? Google. You are then taking the uncomfortableness of having something up your butt and underwear line. Why? The ruched looks like TikTok leggings. Yes. It's like- TikTok leggings are ruched. It looks like there's like a (laughs) seam or something that goes a little between the two cheeks, but Mm -hmm. it stops. It's not like flush in there, I guess. It's not flush. I don't know how to- uh, delicately put it. It's not flush, which means it's just kind of sitting and rubbing. Sorry, this really took a turn. <laughs> so people also ask, how do you spell ruched? And they've spelled it correctly <laughs> as the common search term. <laughs> and also, what does ruching mean? Capital R, double O. I'm going to find out what that is. Yeah, please let us know. Oh, well, it's apparently ruching, but spelled a third way. Are they all grammatically acceptable? I don't know. I would defer to your expertise on that one. Good question. I'm not sure. It's like octopuses and octopi and fishes and fish, where it's like all, both are acceptable. Mm. But I I genuinely, for ruching, I'm not positive on that. I am not a spelling genius. This is a personal, I guess, gripe of mine. I don't think monies should be an acceptable use of the word, although it is. No. No. But um, it's there. I personally just think we should not use that. It's... Come on. It's ridiculous. Do you guys ever Google things to like see how they're spelled, but stop halfway through when the search bar comes up with the correct spelling? Sometimes. Or is that just me? I like to double check that it's not the wrong spelling that enough people have accidentally Mm. misspelled. True. Fair point. I will say, on the subject of money, amusement parks, depending on what your objective is, can be expensive. I was wondering how we were going to get back on. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good swing. there are often deals where you buy like a package for the day, family packages, and if you plan it, sometimes you can get that's like an all-inclusive ticket, so you don't pay for the ride. Some amusement parks are set up, you pay for each individual ride, and then there's like hybrids. But I would say, sticking with the let's just walk around for the day kind of thing. Amusement parks are relatively cheap if you just kind of want to go and people watch somewhere and have some food. It's not inexpensive. It's not as cheap as getting a can of Coke (laughs) and a dollar sandwich and going to the park to people watch. Uh Uh-huh. But, I mean, it's going to cost you more to go, like, Formula One racing for the day, you know, at one of those private tracks. He says, having never done it or researched how much that costs, he just assumes it will. (laughs) Also, I enjoy, like, those parks that are kind of on the smaller side where it's just, like, an arcade and go-kart track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could ride go-karts all day long. Ton of fun. I've never done go kart Would recommend. I don't like bumper cars, but you're meant to hit people, and I don't like that. I think I'd do better with yeah. the track and the not meaning to hit people. Yeah, you're not meant to hit people. <laughs> from from the paying, and also this I feel like has to do with the size of the amusement park. Do you prefer the, you pay for entry and that's that, and then really you just pay extra for whatever food or drink? Or do you prefer the free entry, but you pay for tickets that you use on the rides? Honestly, it depends on my mood. Mm -hmm. If I'm like ready for a day out, I want the all-inclusive ticket, so I don't think about it. I'm in. 
Let's go. I've had nine coffees. Let's do it. But if I'm, <laughs> but if it's just kind of a lazy Saturday, and you're not. Oh, what should we do? Oh, you want to go to the amusement park? Yeah. There, I want free entry, and I'll pay for a couple things, and maybe you know a kebab or whatever. You know, it depends on my mood. Mm. Well, and as someone who's not a huge roller coaster person, I like having the option of both because I can go with my family, who's going to ride eight roller coasters, and I'm only going to ride a select few rides. So it seems silly to pay for a huge thing, but it is also dependent. Do I want to go on the carousel like eight times in a row? Maybe. Oh, that's, oh, we didn't talk about, and the ring, the rings where you lean out and grab the rings. Oh, yeah. Do they still have those or is that too dangerous for people nowadays? I don't know. I thought they still did Lenny that Lenny and Joe's one. used to have one. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny and Joe's, Joe's had, had a carousel? Yeah. Yeah. With the rings. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that was half the fun because I don't eat seafood. So I would just go and play on the carousel after housing down a burger. I was going to say, what do you get there if not? Okay. It was out by their little ice cream shack on the um, on the outside tables. Yeah. I love a good carousel. I like it because... Let's, I mean, there, it's usually horses, but, you know, sometimes it's different animals and, and, you know, sometimes it's cars. Whether they have roosters or not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like that you get to pick your own. I mean, maybe you don't get your chosen horse because someone already has it and that's a bummer, but you, you have the option to pick the horse or how tall you want the horse to be. But yeah, no, and I think the choosing is nice because they do have ones that are still and ones that move. So mm -hmm. if you're not into that up-down motion or you want to ride in those little seats, cart things, yeah. yep. you have that choice. It yeah. is slightly disappointing when you get to the start of the ride and realize that you have not chosen a horse that goes up and down. So please, mm. people, double yeah, check cause you, cause you what's going watching. up top. Yeah. Uh-huh. Check the mechanics. It's also nice to because you go just around. I guess the the swinging trapeze or the, the the dangle chair ride does the same. But if if you've got people on the edge that are just watching you go when you're a kid, or the friends don't want, so they're just watch you. You get to see them like once every like twenty seconds on the loop, and you can make funny faces at each other. It's just. There's a lot of room for extraneous fun on the on the carousel. I think it's one of the most underrated rides. I agree. You also, you get more for your money distance-wise if you're on the outside uh -huh. than if you are on the inside. Uh -huh. You're also going faster out there. <laughs> so if you have a need for speed, you want that outside horse. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something really inappropriate, but I'm keep, keep that to say myself. Say it. Do it. Uh, I was... I yeah, I was about to say I like my cocks fast, but <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry, God. we have the photos to go with this. <laughs> Everyone's got preferences. <laughs> I do think that it is kind of worth thinking about the math beforehand. Which is why some of those like small town amusement parks where they've got a couple things are really underrated because you can just show up. They're usually free or maybe a couple bucks to get in, um, and you can just kind of chill out for a while, mm -hmm. and you don't have to. Too much planning, not required. I always like the ones where you get the option between you can get a couple of tickets or you can get like the wristband. Yeah. Yep. And that if they customize it even further where it's a wristband just for the thrill rides, but not things like Haunted House or the Carousel, the smaller, easy ones, but you get the coasters and the flumes included. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The June Fat, which is like the sort of fun fair that would come into town every June. <laughs> Shocker. Dead da -da 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 -da. giveaway there. This just in, the June Fat <laughs> happens in June. June. <laughs> but that you could get wristbands. 
And because it was basically where all the teenagers went to hang out. So we would get we'd get the wristbands and then just ride the hell out of all the rides. I do think I know a lot of people find them super sketch, but I do enjoy like a good little pop up festival. A fun yeah. fair type of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although the less clown paraphernalia, the better. Yes. Clowns are terrifying. There's nothing you can say yeah, to convince me otherwise. There's something about clowns because, especially when you're kids, you haven't had any of like the Stephen King it influence. Whether you've seen the old movies, you've, you've read the book, or now the more recent ones where clowns are actually scary. It's something inherent in survival <laughs> that kicks in with clowns. I don't know why we still have them. I think it's the concept of an adult dressed like that and behaving that way. But we're okay with Halloween costumes that aren't clowns. People know that, oh, that's a vampire, that's a ghost, that's a werewolf, and we know it's an adult dressed up like a spooky monster, and that's generally not as terrifying as a real clown making a living. It stems from how <laughs> awkward clowns are. Yeah, they are abnormal behavior, I suppose. But there's this... Uh, for me, it's not really that clowns are scary. I find them... I get easily embarrassed for people. I, I struggle with watching TV shows or movies where somebody oh, is embarrassing yep. themselves because it makes me cringe and I can't watch it. And that's my reaction to clowns. It's not that they're scary. It is... It's that embarrassment feeling that makes me cringe. I just feel like there's a strong possibility they're a serial killer. And I just instinctively think that that's terrifying. I, I don't well, know. There's a they're strong just... possibility that anyone's a serial killer. Oh, here we it's go. It's true. And I know that you walk past a certain number <laughs> of serial killers in your life. It's like 10 or something like that. I quite possibly live with one. <laughs> oh, just because I won the axe throwing contest. <laughs> he wouldn't give me a straight answer if I asked if he was an axe murderer when we first started dating. It was a nonsensical answer. I don't think you should be questioning that. You should be safe. Be safe. Uh, yeah, it's always good to ask. It's I mean, I don't have to be honest, but at least you're asking. <laughs> you're only scared because one in a million less than that happens, and they make they make Dateline 2020 and Maury, and then everybody but, thinks oh, they're everywhere. Oh, he was such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they that, seemed so happy. No one saw it coming. He was on a dating we show. We make top yeah. 10 lists about these people, not top every next door neighbor lists. Well, Watch Mojo's moved on to top 20 lists. I'm just. I know, know. it's getting scarier. But. They, uh, yeah, and if they're at top 20, you know there's far too many people for them to mm-hmm. choose from. Mm-hmm. No, because a lot of their lists are stretching. They need to stick to 10. A lot of it is a lot of stretching happening nowadays on Watch Mojo. They need to shape up, go back to the old format. Dear Watch Mojo, get your shit together. I'm calling you out. It's, what did I <laughs> say? It's, it's a demand. Thing? Call out brands. <laughs> yeah, Watch <laughs> Mojo, it's a demand. Go back to, cap your lists at 10. You were good back then. Now you're reaching, Big Mojo. Well, and it's so much longer now. I don't yeah. Yeah. need to watch a 45-minute Mojo thing. No, they're like quick, punchy. Also, no one cares about the band you're featuring at the front, and nobody cares what you looked like. Half of the allure is that we didn't know the face to the voice yeah now by all means plug your own channel at the end plug your twitter go for it i get your independent creators as oh, well yeah, 100%. do it but let me find out what you look like there not in watch mojo because that's part of the atmosphere it's like um hearing uh someone who narrates trailers and seeing their face before they do it yeah yeah like, i don't need to know what you look like no i'm just here for the voice 
I mean, half the time, if I hear maybe a, like, that's a, what we need to do instead of showing our faces, maybe we need like some sort of animation. What, like a that's a lot have, of work, like a pulsing, yeah, blue light, like a CGI thing. Because I do not know how to do that. Nah, that's a lot of work. Nor do I know anyone who does. My hood doesn't fit over my headphones. I tried to do the embarrassed huddle, but I don't know if I, you guys I saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I could tell what you were you were going for, yeah. Do you guys do that? Because, like, I know I'm also one of those people that just can't watch people embarrass themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, do you hood hide? I would. Turtle? Some, uh, yeah. Change the channel. Yeah. Yeah, it's because you, you're kind of trapped. It's almost worse than, like, a suspense movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You just, because you can't escape it and you can't make them escape. Usually, it's a, such a big premise of whatever that movie or show thinks is comedy yeah. mm-hmm. that it just keeps going and going and going and going. So yeah, prolongs the pain. Amusement parks are great. Love them. Wish I could do more. Yep. Yep. And I would say we just talked about money. I think it's a better value than going to the movies nowadays because the price of a ticket for the theater is ridiculously expensive. Oh my and gosh, forget that's... about food and popcorn and sodas. That's ridiculous now. And I do enjoy the big surround sound and the big screen and the atmosphere. But when we have half of that, a quarter of that in our own home sound systems nowadays, it's less of a, mm-hmm. you can't be charged. It needs to be more balanced for what we're getting. I would say that movies and amusement parks are very different days out, but I like the more interactive aspect of an amusement park. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second. Could you get off the table? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll sit back down. (laughs) Heritage Avocado Toast, get off the table. Look, it's my table. (laughs) (laughs) Hipster Cat is all up in our business. Tell him to evacuate the dance floor. That's the command. Is that the command? Algernon, evacuate the dance floor. He said, stop, this beat is killing me. Get off. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I like the interactive aspect of an amusement park, Mm. and I like that you can change it up. So, you know, maybe you're not feeling a certain ride that day. You don't have to go on that ride. Maybe you want to go do another one again because you really liked it. I do like the aspect of amusement parks versus movies that the amusement park is a full day thing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going there for an hour and a half and spending, you know, 30 bucks. I'm maybe spending 45, whatever. I don't know. I haven't looked at prices, but plus food. (laughs) Yeah. Plus food. But I'm spending all day there. Yeah. It's a whole event. It's a whole day. whole afternoon Mm. and morning. Usually for me, going to the movies is an evening thing. And the amusement park is a a full day. Yeah. I'd always go to the matinee. I don't know what it is, but I very much don't enjoy matinees. No. I like the fact that it's not crowded. Could it be the fact that you're probably the youngest there by about 40 years? No, that's like (laughs) kind of my crowd. That's like pretty much my speed. (laughs) But... No, it's the fact that I go in and it's daylight and then I usually come out and it's dark and and I feel like I've missed a chunk of my day, like a a long nap. That's another thing with the amusement park is that it's doing something outdoors and I don't mind the outdoors, but it kind of mixes the organized fun with the great outdoors. Mm -hmm. Getting fresh air, but it is also filled with loud music and bright colors. More fun than hiking. And there's funnel cake. Exactly. What's not to like? (laughs) 
true that. You don't hike yourself up the mountain. You get in the little car and it goes up the little. <laughs> Although you don't even have to work for the views. <laughs> Walking around the amusement park is probably worse for your knees, though. Probably. Yeah. There's not much that's good for your knees, though. And for any outdoor activity, remember SPF. Sunscreen. I think that's one thing that people always forget the amusement park to reapply their sunscreen. They put it on before they go. They forget to reapply, especially after you've been on one of the water rides. Reapply. They should remarket it as um, fun screen so that people don't feel bad about putting it on. Well, that makes it sound like it protects you against fun. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) 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 On that note. (laughs) Unfortunately, like any good day at the amusement park, the fun has to come to an end. And so... It's time to bring this podcast to an end. Close the gates. Round up all the kids. (laughs) Pile into the car. Make sure you still have all the kids. Count the heads. (laughs) Make sure you didn't leave anyone. (laughs) Has everyone used the bathroom before we go? It's a bit of a ride. (laughs) Anyway, if you like what you've heard on this podcast, be sure to leave us a rating. Remember to follow us. And for more content, head over to the blog at hipsteratthome.co.uk. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye now. Bye. No. Why are you so naughty? You don't get to be on every podcast, sweetie.